In this week's episode, we've got big announcements that may or may not surprise you. Galaxy's Edge reservations are coming soon, and you better hope you have good internet. You snooze, you lose. Next, we found out that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is coming to Toontown. What? That place still exists? It's about time somebody remembered. Meanwhile, Diggs is hot on the case of the missing water fountains. Watch out, Nancy Drew. Also, Oogie Boogie Bash tickets, Aladdin sneak peek, Cars Land news, and more on this lubed up episode of the Mouse Pyre Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mouse Pyre, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mouse Pyre Podcast. What's going on? Uh-oh! The Apprentice Lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Harley Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> made you look happy birthday yeah, happy birthday to tim yeah oh that's right it's your birthday coming up oh that day. was just his generic happy birthday but it's his birthday tomorrow yeah it's an well tonight we're, we're like how many hours away what time is it i don't know this is not new year's eve yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like not, three and a half hours no from my, we're not uh, counting down I and mean, you're not going to be here at midnight so <laughs> i'm not you no, never know. I'm usually here at midnight. I know, huh? No. Hey, we have to wait till midnight. At midnight is when I get money in my bank, and then I can get home because I need to put gas. So, okay. Ooh. Well, you guys can stand outside and talk about whatever it was you guys talked Rude. about last week. Rude. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Tim's birthday, and uh, he's turning the big four zero. What? No, Barely? I've decided against that. Oh, are you going back? Yeah. You going to thirty eight then? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yep. Wait, barely. Eternally. Tim is the big four zero. No, I'm not. I. I... So uh, besides uh, Tim's birthday, where that we uh, did not get him a gift or anything, because... you'd like to send me like some sort of cookies. Yeah, whatever, and uh, you know, send them my way. I'll just message me. I'll give you the address. There you go. Uh, he's registered over at the Gap <laughs> and Bed Bath and Beyond. I'm registered at the lack of the Gap between me and the table when I sit down. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Hey, we got some news this week. Whoa, what happened to that? We got a couple of news. Uh, we had one big announcement that happened like right after we podcast last week. New newses? But then we yes. had one bigger announcement. Is newses? Well, I don't know. I mean, they're both kind of big announcements. Uh, I, I know which one you want to talk about first, but I consider them both pretty big. Newses. Newses. Big newses. Yeah, so uh, the big news for me was finally we got the date for the reservations for Galaxy's Edge. They told us what date we can uh, wait by our computers, i.e. cell phones. And May the tablets. second be with you. Yes, because that makes sense. That's not, wait, wait, no, that's not how it goes. <laughs> well, in this case it does because May 2nd, 
at 8 or 10 or one of those times, you can go online and get your reservations for Galaxy's Edge. Now, I will get to the times in a minute. Uh, let's just be clear that if you have hotel reservations, you can now, as of whenever it was... The announcement. As of the announcement at the end of last week, you can now go on and get your reservation if you have a hotel reservation. Now... You should have already done that. Yeah, and but then I heard that they were having problems with their system. Of course they were. And people weren't getting their reservations for Galaxy's Edge. Of course they weren't. So... Uh, then later on, I heard everything was fine, and then then people were saying that, oh, I got my reservation, and telling them what time they had. Uh, it was like eight o'clock. One of them was like, there was like eight o'clock in the morning. So, I guess that that already uh, they already uh, you know got theirs done. So, well, it's a good thing they're at the hotel. Oh, exactly. <laughs> eight o'clock in the morning. Damn. Rope drop. Uh, for real. You know, that'd probably be a really nice time to go into Galaxy's Edge. There's like nobody there. You're like the, probably the first group. Right. At 8 a.m., it's like, ah. <laughs> I mean, because we're talking 8 a.m. on the 31st. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's basically first group in. Yeah. You're just like, ah. I'll do it again. <laughs> so then, uh, uh, yeah, you know, and then we were going to talk about the hours because they said it's four hours that so you get to go in. And yeah, that hasn't actually been specifically announced. But now that I thought about it, the person who said they got their eight o'clock reservation, they said eight to twelve, which makes sense then, right? Yes. So yeah, so I mean, as uh, per people that have already made the reservations and then confirmed by uh, an OC Register article, the 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 blocks for the reservation period of May thirty first through June twenty third. They will be four-hour blocks, so you better be able to uh, get all you can in there in that four-hour block. Uh, now, what they haven't said, are you allowed to make multiple reservations? They haven't said yet. So I'm going to guess that probably is a no, or that maybe they might open up, uh, you be able to allow you to do that later, or just, uh, I'm going to guess not at all, just assume that not at all. But uh, yeah, so four hours, uh, I have heard... And I don't know about this for sure that uh, your reservation will assign you a time during that four hours to go uh, basically queue for um, Smuggler's Run. And uh, it'll be sometime during that four-hour period. Uh, If you leave, this is very important for anybody who plans on going. If you leave during the four-hour period, you will not be allowed back in. So you can't say, okay, I'm going to spend two hours in here, leave, and then come back. For your other two hours, no. Here's the good news. You have to be there for the four hours. If you want to leave early, that's fine, but why would you? If you're only allowed four hours, might as well spend the whole four hours there. I'm going to say that they're going to have everything you need inside for a four-hour period. Food, drink, restrooms. Well, you know. As long as you bring your own, like, you know, candy wipes or whatever you need for yeah, yourself. Yeah, the only people that might have problems with the uh, four-hour thing is the smokers. Well, they won't be able to smoke inside the thing anyway. Exactly. I mean, it's not like they can go out to the Big Thunder smoking area right. and light up. They're going to have to like go to Harbor Boulevard. Because you know, the, <laughs> exactly. Because you know those smokers, they just can't handle you know a couple hours. But uh, hate mail, bring it. Bring, bring it. it. Gmail dot com. <laughs> I won't even tell you. You should know by now. Bring it. Anyways, it's brought. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Uh, just be advised of that, that uh, when you pick your time, make sure you are 100% prepared with everything you need, 
or everything you plan on doing while you're in there. Uh, make sure you hit an ATM if you need to. Uh, you know, if, or have a credit card, or like have an adult. a yeah, or have a credit card <laughs> like an adult or whatever. Just make sure you have everything with you. And you're prepared to go in there because you won't be able to leave and then come back. Preload your Disney gift uh, cards. Don't uh, forget your child somewhere in uh, somewhere and then say, oh, no, I, I must go back and get my child. No, or, your, your or, child is asked out. Or leave your child wherever you're leaving them. I mean, because unless you're you leaving them inside Galaxy's on, Edge, then they'll be okay. Leave them uh, some, outside on purpose. Uh, some, uh, lo- some locals will gr- uh, pick your child up and probably sl- sl- sell them uh, <laughs> or uh, I don't know. I mean, it depends. A lot of these kids now aren't worth the work they used to be. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the deal. Now, getting back to the details of how to do this, May the 2nd, not May the 4th, uh, because apparently a Thursday is a better day to do it than uh, Saturday, I guess. I don't know why. I'm not saying that they should do it on Saturday because it's May the 4th. That's just stupid. Uh, I don't don't really care about any causality between, oh, it's May the 4th and, uh, oh, that's when the reservations are. Plus, I've said it before on this podcast that I don't really believe in May the 4th. It's not Star Wars Day. Star Wars Day is uh, not that day, so settle down. What day is it? What day is it? Ooh, wrenching your uh, <laughs> wrenching yeah. your plan there. I huh? know. I was. It's um, you were ranting and you just didn't have an answer. <laughs> May twenty, insert number there. <laughs> he just wanted to shut down May the fourth. He didn't have an alternate. Yeah, no, no, no. The actual it's it's the it's the anniversary. It's uh May twenty fifth. Is it? Yes, because that is actually Geek uh, Geek uh, Pride Day. That's Britney's birthday. Because May 25th is the day that Star Wars came out. It's the day the Return of the Jedi came out. Uh, it's also Towel Day. Towel um, Day? Yes, we've been through like this. Like at Angel ask, Stadium or something? What? Or? No, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Not maybe. a rally tale. Oh. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, so there's a lot of anniversaries that go on on May 25th. So it's widely accepted as Geek Pride Day and the real Star Wars Day. So there, to answer your question, yes. Uh, so yes, May the second, not May the fourth, not May the twenty fifth, not any other day. May the second, Thursday, May the second is when you will be able to start doing your reservations if you don't have a hotel reservation. So, information on how to register will be available on the website starting at eight a.m. on May the second. So, sucks for you. All of those that uh, have to get up and find out information. Now, I will make this clear. That starts at 8 a.m. Actual registration starts at 10 p.m., which a. means... 10 a.m. I mean, yes, 10 a.m., I'm sorry. Information available at 8 a.m. P- oh, Pacific time. Let's get that straight, just in case... The time Disneyland is in. Yes, the time okay. Disneyland exists in. Uh, 8 a.m., Pacific time, Disneyland time, our time. That is when... All the information for the reservations will be available. Reservations themselves will open at 10 a.m. Pacific time, Disneyland time, our time. That is when you can start registering. So sometime between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., you should probably get up (laughs) and make sure that you have an account. Sign into this account. Look at the information that is posted after 8 a.m., but before 10 p.m., or I mean 10 a.m. I keep saying 10 p.m. I don't know why. 10 a.m., and then register at 10 a.m., and hopefully know what you're doing. 
And be prepared to spend all the time looking at probably a screen with uh, an hourglass or something. Or Stitch ate the page. Or Stitch <laughs> ate the page or whatever <laughs> excuses they'll have for uh, their servers going down and uh, Galaxy's Edge reservations breaking the internet. Exactly. Just like how in-game tickets broke the internet. Galaxy's Edge reservations are going to break the internet. And they are. Well, good luck to all of those who are, uh, all of you who have to do that. So uh, just make sure you guys, once again, May 2nd, Thursday, May the 2nd. That they is, wake up at 8 p.m. That is next Thursday, next t- Thursday. Tickets available at 10 p.m. Make sure you get don't a listen, ride. Don't listen to Tim at all. Don't listen to Tim. I mean, listen, all I'm doing is, is ill-advising the seven people that listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, we're making sure that you know this now because we're not going to record. You're not going to hear a podcast from us before this because we will record next week and it will record or release after on, the tickets have already, after we'll reservations. We'll be recording on that day. We'll, or no, wait. no, we'll be recording two days before, but it'll come out. Uh, so yeah, no. So next Thursday, May 2nd, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., information is available. Make sure you registered. If you're not already, sign in if you already have an account at 10 a.m., actually a couple of minutes before, you know, just start that. If, if, if you guys have ever bought concert tickets or baseball playoff tickets or anything like that, everybody knows the drill. Start that refreshing. You know what to do. Get your reservations. Good luck. My old uh, I'm not giving you any hints on how to do things because there's people that we know that want to get early days. So uh, you're on your own. My, ol- my only question for the reservations is how are they going to work it out? I mean, it, it You'll find out be- at 8 a.m. Well, obviously. <laughs> I'm just saying. My only question is will it be an individual thing? And I, I think that it couldn't be. They're going to have to at least do two people at a time. you got to say, okay, you plus one, and then you just have to guarantee that you're with that person and you have or you put the other person's name or something. We'll see. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to work something similar to that because it has to work that way for the for the hotel reservation people. So you, you're going to have to be able to do at least similar to what the hotel reservation people are able to do. So right. we'll, we'll see. All right, so last week we were talking about at Star Wars Celebration, they uh, had a lot of displays about the merchandise. Well, they had a cool little video that they uh, released this week that uh, had a little bit more about the merchandise. Let's check that out. So we're here at Star Wars Celebration because we're celebrating everything about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So we've brought along a lot of our merchandise that our fans are going to see once they come to the lands on both of our coasts. This is one of my favorites, the Porg. You're able to bring him to life, as you see here. We have a lot of cool new things coming out that are specific to our land. Most of this product has never been seen before by any of our fans. So this is really giving these celebration guests a first chance to see what they're going to see in the land. So this is our Kowakian monkey lizard. You're able to bring him to life in the park, and he comes with his iconic laugh. Everybody's very excited. They'll see the same product no matter where they come, so they can visit us on either coast and live their Star Wars story. This is the wart from the original trilogy, and he has some fun functions as well. I'm very excited because this is the first time that we're going to be able to live our Star Wars story in the land, so we can come and be immersed completely into the story and be part of our own legacy. Like, hey, so go check out that merchandise. Yes. Can't wait. Spend that money. Yeah. Open that wallet. Yeah. Go I'm, home broke with no gas. I'm going to be... Uh, like digs today. Once, once we get like a price list, I'm going to be like making a list and checking it twice. 
Uh, I'm going to find out which one of you is not your nice. I'm going to give you the list. Whichever one wins gets the list to go buy my shit. <laughs> Mary, give me that money. <laughs> wow. Who's going to charge him less? Him. <laughs> I mean, I figure like we, we deserve a fee, right? Because it's going to be a lot of shit to carry. I agree. I mean, we get 20% off of that. I mean, five, six, eight, maybe 8% fee. 8.5. I'll do eight and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at us like, God, you guys are evil. Like <laughs> you're gonna rip me off. Basically. Hey, so the other thing that I said was a big announcement, and it came literally the day after we recorded last week. And that's that. We're getting a runaway railway. Which is exciting. I think it's awesome. I and to be specific, that's Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. It's the same one that we announced uh, about uh, two years ago, I think, for Walt Disney World. This is the attraction that they're putting in place of the great movie ride at Hollywood Studios. Yes. Uh, It's already been gutted. Uh, Just after this was announced for Disneyland, though, they did announce that the great movie or the the Walt Disney World version of this ride has been pushed back like eight months. Oh, wow. Didn't hear that. Uh, It's into, instead of this year or late this year, they're pushing it back into 2020. Wow. I was going to say that um, this is we've been hearing rumors about this coming over here. I'm just wondering why now that they needed to release that information that was coming. I don't know why. And it's this is really in this whole thing with this ride to me is super interesting because when Galaxy's Edge was being proposed and then when we didn't know quite know the footprint or how the expansion might happen. You know, everybody was talking about how Toontown was doomed. And the fact that they are now announcing an added new added attraction that's super high tech. Apparently, this thing's like a whole 4D experience inside. Evident, evidently, uh, that's at least that's what I've read. It's a completely new technology they're using for this for this attraction. They're adding it to Toontown. It's the first addition they've ever made to Toontown. Oh yes. When everybody thinks that Toontown's like gonna be going away, I didn't think they would get rid of Toontown. I think it's a pretty big draw. Uh, my first thought though was. Roger Rabbit's out. They're gonna. This is gonna go where Roger Rabbit goes. That was my first thought. Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit is a small sliver, you know, niche uh, IP, so to speak, for Disney now. But it's not. It's not going anywhere. They've they're putting this in a show building, kind of behind where the city hall and the bank. It's where everybody uh, who uh, has been expecting that if that if they added a ride to Toontown, which has been rumored for a long time. That if the building wasn't used for earmarked for Star Wars uh, Phase Two, that we knew that the entertainment building was going to be what would be used yes. for, and that's been confirmed by the fact that they've basically said it's going to be behind the gag factory. So we know which that is the store, the which store. is the store that's in the center of Toontown, which pretty much guarantees that the entrance for the ride is probably going to be somewhere right, with the bank in the, the around the bank, city hall, yeah, right, uh, and then probably so by the hot dog stand somewhere in that area with the exit through the gift shop. Yes, right, probably right through the gag factory. Probably, the exit. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if yeah, if they exit through the gag factory would be a good idea. But uh, yeah, right behind we know is the uh, the entertainment building uh, or uh, what's the actual. Uh, I think it's just entertainment. Entertainment, something building. Yeah. And uh, that's where the, uh, like, all the parade and the performers and stuff have all the dressing rooms. Yeah, dressing rooms. They do their little, uh, they have, like, a little, uh, 
like a uh, rehearsal area. Yes. I've uh, been studio. inside of that building. I had to uh, clean it. Uh, yeah, you were, you've been inside the building for no. band? Uh, oh, no, no, no. The official name is the Performing Arts Building. Oh, okay. They That's also where it. they do all the auditions and stuff too, right? Uh, no, most, well, on-site auditions are either done there or they're done at uh, Team Center, uh, or the team building, the TDA building, or there's actually an off-site place in Yorba Linda where yeah. 90%, 75% of uh, auditions are. Right. Uh, I know that because I've been there. I mean, this just goes to show that eventually there's going to be almost no infrastructure for offices on site. I mean, eventually this is all going to get filled in with stuff. Galaxy's Edge was step one. This is step two. I mean, the whole TDA building might get knocked down someday, and they and they build the a Star Wars edition back there. <laughs> I think TDA would be the last thing that goes, Probably. but there's still a lot of uh, backstage area. There's still the the uh, the uh, much rumored uh, that uh, the much rumored Tangled Land that they've talked about right. uh, behind Toontown. Uh, then, of course, Star Wars uh, uh, Galaxy's Edge Phase Two. Yeah. Uh, you have to figure that at some point they want to expand Galaxy's Edge beyond what it is now. Uh, I always assumed it would expand behind Toontown or into Toontown. This pretty much guarantees Toontown probably for a minimum of 10 to 15 years because uh, they seem to want to... Most rides, they want to give at least a 10-year window on uh, something, especially something as technologically advanced as this ride will be. And uh, something that's uh, it's a repeat of a ride in Florida, which all which makes it even more of a chance that they will uh, leave it there, uh, especially with it not coming basically until 2022. I mean, yeah. uh, the chances are we're going to get we're going to have Marvel Land before this ride even opens. So or at least Marvel Land Part One. Right. Marvel Land Part One. We should get some sort of part of Marvel Land, the part of Marvel Land that's in Bugs Land. We should uh, should be open. If not before then, but maybe the same time, uh, it might even be a grand plan to help keep crowds down in uh, DCA for Marvel Land by having this also uh, take some of the, if they happen open the same year, which would be a really uh, unusual thing for them to do, would be open to major uh, things in the same year. But, uh, you know, I mean, with the way things go. This also goes to show that, you know, Bob Chappick, the head of parks is pretty aggressive about filling space, opening new stuff, like on a reasonable schedule. You know, of course we want everything to come right away, right? I'll open it up all now. I want to see all the cool stuff, but it's all really interesting. Cause how many years digs? And we see nothing added at Disneyland. Just nothing. 20, 20, yeah, 20 almost something? 20 years, right? It was a, uh, and again, Joe's the last one, the last major edition before star Wars. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, they did Space Mountain refurb, that, and they added they added Buzz Buzz Lightyear, I guess, in two thousand one or something. But real rides, I think Buzz is a real ride, but it's not a major. It's not an e ticket attraction. You're gonna pay me to go on it? Three dollars. <laughs> really? <laughs> you really hate Buzz that much? I hated it that much. Where Michael owed me a corn dog for going on it that he never came through on. Wow, Michael, step it up, dude. Where do you think you the, s- the that's where the three dollar joke came from? Uh. I would hope that. Uh, I mean, as far as timing goes, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it just seems awfully late after the whole uh, rumors about uh, Toontown. 
I mean, unless they were anticipating something. You 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 would think that this unless would be there was some article or some big something maybe somebody was brewing on some article that was or some some maybe some other thing was going to come out or I don't know I know that there's been rumored for a long time that's coming here but What's that this right oh not buzz and that uh I mean you would think that this would be something they announced at D twenty three so why do they have to do it now to announce it now well yeah and if it's not until twenty twenty two they could have easily waited just another. Uh, four months until, or three months, three months until uh, D23. So, I mean, yeah, why now? I don't know. The other thing that this says to me is that them putting this, like, in the pipeline sooner than other stuff says that they don't know what to do yet with Tomorrowland. Or it says they know exactly what they're going to do with Tomorrowland. And the rumor is that they're, they're going to announce that at D23. So what, Tomorrowland? Yes, so we'll see. Maybe that's why this was announced net now, because D20, the Tomorrowland announcement is so big. Big, right. So, yeah, cool. Yep. All right, so last week uh, was the sneak peek of the sneak peek of Aladdin. And I went to go check that out. And uh, it wasn't as much of a cluster as uh, Dumbo was. Because they actually got smart and uh, moved the the preview to 7 p.m. instead of 6 p.m. when Sensational was going on. Oh. So last time when I was there, Sensational was going on. People are coming out of the preview through the Mad Hatter. And you have people who are waiting to go to the back, you know, the back stage walkway. And, yeah, so you have all these people waiting and it's just like you can't get through, you can't move or anything. So they were smart and said, hey, let's not have it at 6 o'clock during the parade. Let's do it at 7 o'clock, which was better. And uh, I went to go check that out. Did they make the other change, too? Or last time they, for Dumbo, if you were there at 10 or noon or whatever, they weren't giving out wristbands in advance. There's no wristbands for previews. No? No. You just go and... That's how it's been in the past for, like, AP events and stuff. You go and get a wristband that says, oh, you're in the 5 o'clock group or you're in the 7 o'clock Not for sneak peeks. Yeah, they've never done that for sneak peeks. Usually you just walk right up. But then again, in the past for sneak peeks, they've always been in more uh, appropriate venues. You're talking about, like, uh, Wednesdays with Walt. Wednesdays and Walt's the only thing they ever did that. what time you want to see. I just assume since it was at the smaller theater in the front of the park. No, but they did have uh, some problems because there was no official line, but there were people who were sitting on the benches right in front, you know, of, like, the the Disneyana going all the way down. People were, like, that was their line. They were their first type of thing. And I went over there before, probably about an hour before, and was just checking it out. And there was, like like I said, people were sitting there. Okay, whatever. I met up with Jeff, and we went to go walk around real quick. And then uh, Jose was there, and Jose said, hey, uh, there's a line now. All right, well, we're on our way. I said, get in line. And he was right in front of Disneyana. But I guess what they did, Disney, is they is the people who were actually, I guess, in that makeshift line were told to get up and go in front of um, the opera house, like right where the the awning starts. Marquis. Yeah. They were told to go in front and kind of make a line, which wasn't a good idea because now they had this group of people in the front, and then they told the other people to line up here on the side where pe- they were in the first place, 
And then you have pass holders are coming up. Pass holders are coming up, seeing the group of people in front, and now they're getting that. And these people who are already in line are getting cut. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, the cast members that do special events sometimes don't think through the way they're like these people don't literally have experience of lining people up and how their lines are going to work. I that's literally that's what I did for special events for a long time. So it's super frustrating to see somebody screw it up so bad just because they didn't take the time to think about how the people would move. And that's how you have to think about these things is how will these human beings move through the process that you've set them up in? So the plan was to move the people in front of the marquee in first and then move the sideline in. But like I said, you have other people coming in saying, oh, the line's right here because this is where the crowd is. And the people who are in line are getting pissed off, telling the guy who was in charge, hey, you got people coming up here and we were here first, but you're letting people in who just coming up. And oh, my God, it was just blah, 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 blah. I just I could care less because I'm going to get in there and see it anyway. Right. So I was I thought it was funny. And then he finally got like three cast members to come and stand uh behind those people who are going supposed to go in first. Or he could have just put one piece of tape on the ground too. Well, well, I they I think Or or here's an idea, just not have it there. Well, there's nowhere else to have it now, so well, why do you? What because sunset is going to be used for yeah, they're Billhar Magic, which is supposed to open in what two days? Bug's life is gone. I don't know when is they that still have the, There's no, there's they still no have date. The Tomorrowland Theater. I mean, it's not like anybody cares about Path to the Jedi. They're just not feeling like that's a for a Disney classic remake. Is it's it's the appropriate venue? I think in Tomorrowland. I guess I don't know. So Apparently, he, they thought it was okay for Maleficent though. Anyway, they uh, was in Bugs Land. No, it wasn't. It absolutely was. Yeah, it was. Oh. So anyway, they finally got those people to go in. We went in, and they were giving out Anthony's favorite drawstring backpack. It says a light on it. You're a cinch sack. But Mm. I didn't notice until yesterday because I finally took it out of my backpack, and uh, it's a silk screen. And it's already cracking and peeling off already. I was like, damn, dirty. Yes, it was. Because it, it, it folded and like it's all like crack where it folded. Wow. I was like, yeah, this is I got cheap. four Jungle Book ones and they're all still fine. Yeah. So and then the the the, the material is really cheap because I do make those drawstring backpacks and the ones I have are more high quality than what they were giving out. But that's what we got. And of course, you go into the Disney Gallery and you see the artwork and then they have costumes and all that stuff. So basically, you're saying you could have just waited until another day to do it. And it would have been the same. Well, I without guess. Without the line. I guess. I mean, I didn't care about the line. I just thought people were just complaining. Now, my question is, is there, or is there still issue with the line on the regular days now? Not, no, because there's no line. Okay, so there, yeah, they, <laughs> there so. is no line because we... Uh, right. So basically, everybody's in line to get a uh, cinch sack. I, I, I think I think mostly is a thing that now that being first is being first and maybe someone's there. Well, I mean, that, yeah, you got kind of a they. That's only going to happen if you're in the first right. You're be right. in that first one, and I think that's what it is, just because of the one time, right? So yeah, after that, there's never a line. No, because uh, we went back there. Well, and then that doesn't even matter because uh, Tim Burton. Was there on the weekend, right? So 
being at the AP one meant shit for that one, right? Uh, since Tim Burton showed up on the weekend. Now, what was the other one that you're that they uh, it was actually was the AP one? That was the uh, that was at Nutcracker. Uh, oh, Nutcracker with uh, with uh, Mackenzie Foy. Yes, was there for the very first AP yeah. one. But uh, then you know, like I said, you had Tim Burton there for the regular ones on the weekend. So you know, you really is just a either you get Mackenzie Foy or you get a Freaking uh, cinch sack. So we went back uh, to uh, Disneyland later on that night. It was like 9 o'clock, and I was wondering if they were going to, because uh, usually when they had the sneak peek of the sneak peek, and basically all the passholders have gone through already, they open it up to regular guests, the, 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 the regular guests to go in there. Right. So I was wondering if they were doing that. So I went over there to look, and uh, they, there was a line, but the only line is just to check in, you know, scan your pass and come in. And there were a couple of people who weren't pass holders and were denied, so they weren't letting anyone Bye. in who wasn't a pass holder. They just like mistakenly got in the wrong line. No, they just didn't know it was an AP thing. So mistakenly got in the wrong line. Well, I don't know if it was a mistake because they wanted to go in. And I would see have just it. said this is supposed for the bathroom. <laughs> My favorite, yeah. When people walk by, what are you guys lined up for? Regardless of what you know, if it's some Let's merchandise event. I either tell them bathroom or Space Mountain. Usually. I say bathroom. Yeah, where's the bathroom line, right? I look around like I'm dumb. Like, and then I say, like, if we're outside of the park, if we're lined up like at World of Disney for something, pins, whatever, I will tell them Space Mountain every time. And they're like, what? Really? The line for Space or Mountain? Or if you really want to, if you really want to confuse them, give them a, something from another park. Silver Bullet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Harry Potter. Is, we're in line for Harry Potter. Because there's actually people that would probably believe you. So anyway, uh, the the preview was pretty good. Of course, you had the one scene they they give you, which was, uh, you know, him singing in the in the in the city, you know, one step away from all that stuff, and then they gave you the little scenes from you know the movie. Um, looks pretty good. Was it the uh, usual ten minutes ish? Yeah, it's about ten minutes long, and. Um, you can tell uh, it has their own. It's the same story, but you can tell it's a little different. You know, Aladdin was told to go into uh, to the um, Cave of Wonders by the Cave old, of Wonders from the old man, but this one is Jafar telling him to go in. Right. So, anyway, it looks pretty good. I'm excited to see it. And uh, if you guys haven't checked it out over at uh, oh, the so Opera you're saying House, he's already Jafar when he yeah he's Jafar. He doesn't reveal himself said, as Jafar. As he's coming back out, like in the animated. Oh, right. No, right. he's like, I see what you're saying. you need to go into this and get this. I kind of figured that because, you know, in the original, the very first trailer, and then in the second trailer, there's both shots of him walking into the Cave of Wonders, and Jafar's just standing there looking all Jafar. <laughs> From Jafar? From Jafar. <laughs> uh, looking all Jafar. Right. So I kind of figured that they were kind of, uh, may not be using, well, because they don't use the old man thing in the, in the, uh, the Broadway. Right, right. Because right. he'd like offer him an opportunity or something. So they may be kind of, they did say that a lot of it uh, is kind of going to be a mashup of the, of the animated with the Broadway. So you may get certain elements like that that are uh, borrowed for ease of less scenes. Because then you don't have to have the whole thing where he's thrown into the dungeon and the right. old man appearing. That's my favorite To get part, him out though. of the dungeon. Uh <clears throat> Oh, him acting like the old man. Yeah, yeah. 
I like. I knew someone with a strong legs and a strong back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> so yeah, check that out over there at the Opera House, and uh, Lincoln is on uh, vacation once again. And uh, watch out while you're in there. You might be on candid camera. You never know. Or maybe security camera. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Because they actually have uh, two security guards who are not working for Disney, who actually work for Disney Studios, I believe, in there making sure you're not recording uh, anything. Which is the first time time ever, ever as far as we know. That they've ever done that for uh, the sneak peeks at, at the parks. Right. Uh, we've been to plenty of screenings where they've done that. But this is the first time, and I don't know why they think that this... Uh, I don't know. It's, Was that there the, the, for the, the first day, or... Did there maybe was a, a video that was posted or got out from one of the early... I don't know if uh, during the first sneak peek, if... They they were there in the room. I was I didn't notice. It was you crowded. would have probably noticed because they're always pretty obvious. Just standing yeah, there I with I them. just I didn't looking like well, a pirate see, with their yeah. Glasses. They didn't have those. They oh, they just, didn't have those. No, they're they were just, just looking. There. So oh. I, they could have been in there. I don't know. All I know is when we went in for the sneak peek of the sneak peek the first time, they friggin' yelled. They were all make sure you're not recording. I'm like, dang, where are they yelling? And that was a cast member. So when I went yesterday. There was a, you know, you wait for the doors to open so you can enter the theater. And there was this guy sitting in the chair, sitting in the chair. And I thought he was a cast member. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. And then as soon as everyone walked in the theater, he got up and then he went to the side. And then I looked and I saw on the right side another guy. I go, those are not cast members. Those are those security guys in those black suits. When was that? Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Okay. So, so sometime in between or at least if you didn't notice them. Right. So mm. there's security from the movie studio there That's making weird. sure you're not recording like, anything. What's so special about Aladdin compared to all the others? I agree. I, mean, I agree. I don't know. So, yeah. Uh, all I know is that it's, uh, that may be a regular thing from now on. Maybe. Who knows what happened or what may have, may have uh, prompted them to do that, but... I wouldn't be surprised if it's a regular thing from now on, because uh, I'm kind of half expecting that once uh, the Aladdin has run its course, that most likely Lion King is going to be just slot right oh, in right after it. Right. Uh, 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 old Abe may come back for a couple weeks again and then be kicked right out by a king. <laughs> exactly. So don't forget uh, that Aladdin will open in theaters on May 24th. Oogie boogie! Get down, Oogie Boogie Boogie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, so the Oogie Boogie Bash is on sale for pass holders. You're a bash. Thank you. Hey, do you know where you can find those uh, those uh, prices that they're withholding? <laughs> Did you, yeah. you saw that comment? <laughs> yes, uh, I saw that comment. Yeah, so someone commented on our social pages saying that... Today, they today commented. asked when are they... Or whatever he just said. Right. And I was like, uh, the prices came out when, when they announced it. Yeah, they made it sound like that they were being all secretive with the prices when the prices have obviously been out since... Uh, Whenever it was last Monday when they announced it. So let it. me just tell you guys this. If you tell guys, us. If you guys uh, see our post and we post information on something going on sale from the Disney Parks blog, there's usually a link that tells you about something and this told you about the party. And if you clicked on the link and click on where it says tickets, the list would have came up of the prices for the party and uh, how much they are on certain days. So it doesn't take a genius to find the prices 
just do your research because I'm not going to sit there and do all the work for you when I list or when I post stuff on our Facebook page. So just go over there and uh, check that stuff out, and you can find the prices, and they're not hidden from anyone. Uh, those people are just stupid and don't want to do the work, and I'm not here to do that for you. I would say that they need to listen to the podcast, but I know it was on the SoCal page. So Yes. Uh, they should still be listening to the podcast. So, yeah, Oogie Boogie tickets are on sale for APs right now. And uh, on Tuesday, the 30th, they will go on sale for everyone else. Yeah, so don't forget that if you're everyone else, that uh, next Tuesday you got to get your tickets for your uh, Oogie Boogie Bash. And then two days later, you better be ready to get your uh, Galaxy's Edge reservation. It's going to be a busy two weeks for people. It's actually going to be a very, very busy couple of days for me with all that stuff going on. And don't forget, on April 30th and May 1st, you have yeah, the Disneyland After Dark uh, Heroes Assemble party going on, and they still have tickets for that. Wow. For both of them or for, just the I, one? I believe both of them. Wow. They keep uh, saying there's tickets available. So if you guys haven't got your tickets for that yet, uh, go check that out. If you guys are wanting to go, I will be there. Or be square. Which one are you going to? I'm going to the one on the 30th. So, yeah. And then uh, this Saturday is the Disney Channel Fan Fest, I believe. Is this Saturday? Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's hey, that's why I'm saying it's going to be pretty busy. They haven't even posted about it. Usually they post about things as they're coming up. That's going to be on uh, Friday or Saturday. The day of, they're going to post. Hey, don't forget oh, today. Oh, right, yeah. Don't forget. Come on down. So Disney Channel. I, they obviously don't care about as this year's as much as they did last year's. Right. Uh, what with, uh, you know, David Tennant and some of the other people that aren't there. So, because, uh, yeah, it's really weird that they haven't posted anything about it coming up. So, yeah, I guess uh, uh, he'll get the information, uh, double check the information. He'll repost that, or if they post it, then he will repost that. Right. So that's uh, between now Saturday. and Saturday. Uh, you really only have once you hear this podcast. You only really have a a, a day. Yeah. <laughs> to so figure that out. Saturday, so uh, better get on that. Saturday is the Disney Channel Fan Fest over at uh, California Adventure, and then Sunday is Michael the Mail Guy's Awareness for Autism. In the, actually, it's going to be inside the. Or it's just going to be downtown Disney area. I already give you information on that. If you want more information and want to go, email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. And then we have the 30th and the 1st with those After Dark events. And then the 2nd with uh, buying tickets for Galaxy or reservations for Galaxy's Edge. Aren't you glad that you're not going to the Marvel thing on the 1st? Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, then I'm heading back to Arizona. So Bye. it's going to be another busy, busy of days coming up. So yeah, um yeah, check that out. Uh, Disney. uh don't forget that if you are interested in the Disney Channel Fan Fest thing on Saturday that you and you want any of the uh the meet and greets or the autographs or whatever that you get there you need to be there first thing. No offense or butts. Exactly. Or uh, unless you want to end up with a bizarre vark. <laughs> You're a bizarre vark. <laughs> that was a good one. All right, so real quick, um today Disneyland today announced that they have some sort of icy thing over at Lubarama in uh, Cars Land. Whoa! They uh, they have new, uh, four new frosty drinks to lube you up, or, or something. Um, not sure what they're made of. I see some different toppings. It looks like uh, the stuff you get over ten W thirty. Yes, it looks like the stuff you get over at Bing Bongs. 
but they have different type of toppings on this. But the thing I want to talk about is that it's at Lubarama, Lubarama, which is that little store that's right next to Ramon's. Yeah, you used to be able to buy like the little trophies and little knickknacks and stuff in there. Uh, they had a walkthrough that you can get two and two Ramones from there. Yes, and actually that was actually built to be the fast pass for Radio Springs Racers. Right. So And then once they didn't need that area or did it was think, it ever a fast pass there? No, they decided not to use it because it was too congested too over there. Too close. So they decided to turn it into a store. Right. And it was basically kind of like a multi level because you have to go. A little up. ramp. There's little a ramp, ramp from yeah. the where the register is. So apparently that's now there's been uh, with no fanfare or hullabaloo or not even Baloo was there. No. Uh, they've turned it into a uh, basically a goofy glacier shop. Yeah. So I'm just, I, don't, I haven't been there. So I'm going to go check this out when I can. But I was wondering, maybe it's just still a shop. And then on this side, they have the little slushies going on. Right. Because I told Anthony for a while now that that store is not even listed on the app. So if you go to shopping and look for places, Ramon's there, but this place is not listed as a shopping area. And today I went on the app to see if it was listed as dining, and no, it's not. So I'm not sure what's going on in that store, but I'll head over to the parks this Sunday and Saturday. So I'll check that out, and uh, I'll post about it. And if you're interested, get on down there and lube up with the slushy. There you go. And speaking of lubing up. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I, I noticed that they uh, have these piston cup sippers over in Cars Land, and I've never seen them before. Yeah, apparently they've been cup. there for two years. They no. have? <laughs> no. No, they haven't been there for two years. So it basically looks like the piston cup. And uh, You did what in your cup? <laughs> so the, they're available over at the Cozy Cone. Every cone has them. Whoa. And they're like uh eleven ninety nine to twelve something, depending on what you get with it. But what? if you go to Flows, yes, you can get it with I assume a discount. Right. That you can't do at Cozy Cone. Yes. You can get it with your AP discount if you're an AP over there at Flows because they also sell it there. Yeah. Uh, now what's the options on what you can get in it? Because you say they have it at every single cone. I assume that that means if it's at every single cone, there's uh, whatever five different things you can get in it. Probably. And then what can you get in it at? Uh, is it just soda at Flows? See, I didn't check all that. I wasn't really sure. I went to the uh, popcorn. Well, tell us what you do know. What I do know is over at the popcorn and the co- the cone popcorn. Let one, me guess. Popcorn comes in it. No. What? You can get a fountain drink, which is eleven ninety nine. KS fountain drink. Uh the special tea drink is uh twelve forty nine and that was the uh Doc's purple drink, whatever it's called. I don't know what it was, but it's pretty good. I guess yeah. that's what I wanted. So I got that one over there. But uh, the other the other specialty drinks, I'm not sure what the other cozy cones have. I'm just wondering the one that has ice cream. Do you get like ice cream in it? Do you get a Do you get a float in it? Or just it's just curious if anybody if anybody else has gone to Cozy Cone and uh, seen the piston cup sipper and knows what else you can get, what all you can get in from the different appropriate cozy cones. Let us know. And then I assume over at Flows, it's probably just a fountain drink. Probably. So uh, we just heard about that, and uh, apparently you say it's been there for at least a month? Yeah, because I wasn't sure that, uh, or, you know, I, I saw 
I saw something about it somewhere. I don't know. And then I was like, well, I haven't heard about this. I mean, it's no hot dog of the month. No, it's not. But uh, I guess it was, I'm going to guess it was released on March 21st because that's the first time, that's the first post that you see with the hashtag Piston Cup Sipper. And uh, uh, somewhere around there, because that's a Thursday. So, yeah, somewhere around there is when they released them. No one's seen them. No one made a hoopla about them. Which is weird because certain uh, pages that we follow, uh, either they just didn't, either we missed it or they they also missed it too. So it's one of those things where they just kind of like, oh, well, I guess we just don't care enough to tell everybody about it. And then I text I texted Tim and asked him, and he never responded. And I don't understand because he's always on his phone, like he is now. Yeah, yeah, exactly what you said. Oh, so you never responded. I didn't respond to what? If you heard about the Piston Cup Sipper. He says he texted oh, you and you never look. responded. Well, you don't need to look. He's asking you right now on air. Um, I thought there was. I thought there's been one all along, but like maybe I'm wrong about that. Been one what? A piston cup zipper. Like it's not. I know they're saying now, but I feel like I've seen that before. Where? Maybe in Florida. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe it was Florida, something that no they. Land. Well, no, but there is a. Uh, I don't know. The only zipper we had that that we know of was the oil can one. Right. Oil can ones were cool. Yes, they yeah, were. They were. I'm mad I didn't get all three. Yeah, I only got two. I got one. Not even the color I wanted. So anyway, you can go over there and get these, uh, the zipper, and it comes with little sticker decals that has a nameplate, and you can put your own little, you know, what type of award you want or whatever. Right. It's kind of hard to explain. If you want to see, just go on to the uh, Facebook page. He's got pictures on there of it. Uh, it's very, it actually is. Uh, if I was more into cars, I would probably be asking you to get it for me, but I'm not that much into cars. But it is a really neat looking yeah, zipper. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And if I had more room for just like pointless zippers, I would probably get it. Uh, just because it is really neat looking. Uh, it's shiny. Shiny, man. It's shiny, man. And I do like the fact that it's customizable. It comes with a little sticker pad with the little uh, customizable uh, uh, award plate on it. So that's kind of cool. Now, speaking of drinks, I was at the parks on Thursday for that AP sneak peek. And I met up with Jeff, Disney 366, and uh, he told me something that he noticed in the parks with all this Project Stardust going on that I didn't notice. And that is the not just the removal of curbs and planters, but the removal of drinking fountains. Mm-hmm. So over in uh, Tomorrowland, they redid that area by Autopia where you exit and they put this basically they cut the, the whatever back the bricks and all that planters back. They put this, what he calls a tropical paradise because there's this planter that has a palm tree. I believe it's a palm tree and they put blue rocks, blue and white rocks around in the planter. And then when he was showing me that I took some pictures and then he says, look, there's no drinking fountain. They took that drinking fountain out. I was like, oh, interesting. He's all, that's what they've been doing. They've been removing a lot of drinking fountains. I was like, really? Did he give you any other examples? Well, I'm glad you asked. The other drinking fountain they removed is the one that was by City Hall. They re- oh, the one behind the... Oh, no, City Hall. Okay. Yeah, mind. City Hall, Main Street. There was a drinking fountain there, and that area they... Across from City Hall, right? 
right next to City no, Hall. Next to City uh, Hall. There's one across. Too. Yeah, I, that's one I thought you said meant first. And but. they redid that area to scale back stuff again, and they took the drinking fountain out. And we were when we were walking because the wall's down now. They finished it, and I said, "Well, maybe it's coming back because there was a green box." Mm. I said, "It's probably coming back." I go, "Look, the pedal stool's right there." He's like, "Ah, oh, we'll see." Well, he was right because yesterday he was in the parks and he recorded that it was gone and they put a light, the stage lighting for the parade there. So that one's gone. Well, I mean. They took the pedestal out as well? No, that's where the light pole is. The light light pole is on the Mm -hmm. pedestal. I mean, that one's fine. It makes sense. There's literally a drinking fountain, like like he said, on the other side of. uh, Like in the town square. All right. So yesterday I was there in the parks. And uh, went on Thunder Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain's a great ride. That drinking fountain's gone there. The one inside of the line. Oh, interesting. That one's gone. You know what? I'm surprised. In the line? Yes. That doesn't. Well, see, that can't be Stardust. Well, I'm just saying the removal of drinking fountains. You know, maybe they're having a problem because the lower fountains always have a higher stream than the higher fountains. That's what she said. Over in New Orleans, they uh, there's a drink. Which one? uh, The front. Okay. Closer to the rivers of America. There's the cinnamon roll, coffee, hot chocolate cart. Yes. Mm-hmm. And behind that, if you're walking towards Critter Country, there is a little area that had a water fountain. It's gone, and they moved the churro cart over there. Well, you know, they it, like to have running water where there's carts are a lot of times. Well, no, that's required by health department. Yeah. But that one's gone. I don't know if I, I know which I, one I don't think you is. know it because it's a little area that you w- you could stand there. And it's, it's just, it's, I'm, probably, I'm pretty sure you haven't noticed that area but that drinking fountain is gone um we should take a time to count the actual number of drinking fountains in the park and which ones they've removed i mean are they trying to entice people to buy more to buy more water or just to get it from the the restaurants pretty you know, they soon you're give all, it away pretty soon you're only going to be able to buy water in galaxy's edge and it's only going to be those special <laughs> right water bottles For seven dollars instead of four yes so those are the drinking fountains that i've oh the drinking fountains by, that were by uh, Matterhorn. In front of Matterhorn when you're going. Yeah, that one I know. That one's gone. Huh. Across. From Matterhorn. Yeah. Now, that one's kind of in a, like a congested area. I mean, I don't know that if they're trying to. Walkway, but. I mean, a lot of them make sense. I mean, I've, I never really cared for that one over there by uh, City Hall. I always thought it was in a really bad spot. Anyways, uh you I mean, think that they the only one that just them, the though. only one that just doesn't make sense is the uh, the big thunder. the big thunder Q one. I mean, unless it's one that's been earmarked for removal for a long time and they just now get get into it along with the others. I don't know. There's got to be something if they're if they're just taking actually, them out all over the park. There's got to be. Some I mean, I actually things. thought that they. I actually thought a long time ago that that they would take that one out. So I mean. Just anything that's going to hold up the line. So, yeah, there's a water fountain conspiracy going on. Whoa. And is that a big word there, Dan? So we'll, we'll, uh, I'm going to check into the rest of the areas where there's you water fountains. You do fountains. your investigative reporting I'm and, get, do and that. get back to us uh, in a week or two. There you go. I will do that. If and only if I remember. Hey, so you know what I remember? What? That we're supposed to be getting a Black Tap Craft Burgers and Shakes. are supposed to be opening soon in... Uh, downtown disney this is where they'll put a slice of cake on top of your milkshake yeah i don't know i mean they we've been hearing about that for we we, well we heard about it for a long time ago uh since then uh the other place opened what's it called it's not very good 
that's Honey. not that's not the name of it. But it's not worth mentioning. Okay, uh, <laughs> we've gotten the announcement about Sugar Boo, which isn't open yet, but we got the announcement about it. Uh, well, hold on. Other things have closed. Remind me about the Sugar Boo. We don't want to because it's not worth it. Is it not? It's, it's just not a, even. It's just a store. It's not we've already spent about. way too much time on Sugar Boo, including right now. Okay. Uh, but we just got an announcement that Black Tap is coming soon. Oh really? When? Coming soon. Oh. Soon. Oh. Soon. That word again. Yes. Soonish. Uh so we just got an announcement that was coming soon. They showed us some ridiculous looking shakes uh and an amazing looking burger, but they still didn't give us a freaking date. Why do you even bother if I mean at least they're not killing trees with these pointless announcements, although they probably are somewhere. But uh, like just for the hell of it? Just for the hell of it. <laughs> They're probably printing this on a piece of paper and just throwing it at somebody. Uh, probably cast members, because uh, they like wasting trees with cast members. They're just telling the cast member, you see that tree over there? Go murder it. Yes. Make some paper. Uh, but Print uh, something on it. They are very excited that Black Tap Craft Burgers and Shakes will be making its California debut, 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 debut very soon at Downtown Disney. Apparently, though, it's, we're not cool enough to know when yet. Uh, they do want us to know that uh, it will be a first for Black Tap to introduce its enhanced counter service style. Uh, Basically after, means you have to get your own crap. Yeah, after ordering <laughs> and once you're seated, a Black Tap team member will take any of your other menu, drink, or crazy shake orders. More on crazy shakes in a second. Well, it's been a second because this will also <laughs> be the first location where crazy shakes can be ordered to go from a takeout shake window. Now, I've so, seen the takeout shake window. Um, oh, have you? Yes. Uh, once again, Jeff was over there, and he was doing a video. And then, uh, yeah, right there, just, it's just kind of going to Tangaroa Terrace, and you just go up and order. So they have it right there. You can just go up and order. Just Or the little tucker, either ones you like, Tortilla Joe's. No, no, the, not quite as complicated as that. This is the window. You yeah. just go to the window, order. And like then, you said, more like the uh, the it's like, I the believe, one at the Tangaroa Terrace. Yeah, for I, the, I, uh, I believe it says order here and then pick up on the other side. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's a shake window. What's so crazy about these shakes? Why are these burgers award winning? We recently caught up with owner to tell us more, but I'm not going to tell you. If you want to know, go find the article. I'm going to tell you about the crazy shake, though, because uh, guests will be able to watch their crazy shake milkshakes come to life during a shake show <laughs> right in front of their eyes and see all of the crazy candies and toppings you can have on a shake. It's very interactive, but also so exciting to see someone get their crazy shake for the first time. Their eyes light up and it's pure joy. <laughs> you know, I can't have those, right? Oh, I'm sorry. You can have one. Once. No, I can't. That'd be 500. My blood sugar would be like 500 if I had that. Just take a little extra. Uh, just as a sampling for some of the menu items, uh, they ask him what's his favorite menu item. He says he always recommends first-timers get the All-American Burger. It's a classic. His personal favorite is the crispy chicken sandwich, and the cotton candy is his favorite crazy shake, barf. I'd have it. I know so you, you don't like cotton candy. So I don't like cotton mad. candy. He had a rough childhood. Yeah. He never got cotton candy. Hey, this burger looks yummy. Look at that. Mm. Let's see. Right, onion you ring? see the picture? Onion ring. Yeah, mm. the onion ring and all whatever that white stuff is. And, uh, uh it, it could be some sort of special sauce, uh, special ranch sauce. Ooh. 
No, that's probably the All American Burger. I'm guessing. Uh, the only thing I don't know is that ketchup or barbecue sauce. What do you think? Barbecue sauce. Ring, so probably barbecue, barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. No. Uh, yeah. So it looks yummy. Uh, these shakes are ridiculous. I'm gonna put the picture of the shakes. Does it have the, a reddish hue in the episode photo? If you want to look, uh, see what these ridiculous looking shakes look like, uh, I'll have it in the episode photo. There will definitely be this photo of. Uh, I'm guessing this one in the middle is probably the cotton candy, just by the way it looks. Right, this one is definitely the cotton candy one. Well, I mean, that is cotton candy right on the top of it. Is it? <laughs> I mean, if you couldn't identify, uh, you're very, it from you're your, very astute. If you couldn't identify it from your, you're childhood, very astute. Uh, here I am to help. You're very astute. All I know is that when there's more, toot, toot. when the, when you have more stuff outside the shake than you do inside the shake, I just don't know what's going on because this is not. These are not. I mean, this is like worse than that place in uh, at on at uh, Victoria Gardens. There's one in Whittier too. I don't know about that, but I know about the one that you go to in Victoria Gardens. And is that not more ridiculous than that, right? I mean, that's at least half. Yeah, and and uh, actually, there's another place. It's uh, like double the height of in, the one. There's a place in Whittier in Pasadena, I believe. What's it's it called? Called. Uh, We've I've been there once. Something. It's like something D's Burgers or something. Yeah, like Big that. D's. Big D's Burgers. That's right. And they do some massive birthday stuff, which is way more bigger than that. So, anyways, coming soon. Yes. Can't tell you when because they won't tell us. Uh, perhaps, perhaps Sugar Boo will come first. Who knows? Boo. And that's the last time I'm mentioning Sugar Boo on this podcast Boo. until it opens, and then it'll be one sentence. Boo. All right, so gonna go right back to um, Luberama. Whoa! Because uh, I got a picture here that uh, Jeff posted of the the new area that they opened that we were just talking about. Oh, interesting! The Luberama. So, all right, so here's the menu for that. And uh, I think you're going to like this, uh, Anthony. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so it's called Serve Ice. Serve Ice. Because they have cotton candy? Is that why he's going to like it? Serve Ice, you know, ice, service. Service, serve ice. I get it. All right, so the first thing here is World Grand Freeze. Get it? Grand Freeze. And it's grape, cherry, wait for it, wait for it, mellow yellow, Whoa. With nerds on top. Jackpot! <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are all five ninety. Oh, no, they're not. That one's five ninety nine. Liar! That one's five ninety nine. Then you have Reds for Alarm Fire, which is five ninety nine. Cherry, Blue Raspberry, Lime, Mellow Yellow, Passion Fruit, Popping Pearls. That one sounds good, too, although it doesn't sound very fiery. But Yeah, I know. Uh, the other one says Groovy Glacier, not Goofy, but Groovy, and that is six forty nine. And that one has it's a Rainbow Swirl, Mellow Yellow, Cherry, Blue Raspberry, Lime, Strawberry Popping Pearls, and the last one is Dinoco Blue five five ninety nine, Blue Raspberry, Lime, Mellow Yellow, and Dinosaur Gummies. They mix all these flavors together. Yeah. Now, it's like Bing Bong. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's very similar to what they with the thing what they do at Bing Bong. Now, where exactly is this location? We went through this like ten minutes ago. Oh, hey, so that's cool. Uh, my question is, uh, what's with the Mellow Yellow? I don't know. Is Mellow Yellow coming to the park? Is that a hint that Mellow Yellow might be coming to the park? In the uh, Coke thing. Well, Mellow Yellow is Coke. They call me Mellow Yellow. No, but I was thinking in the uh, in the what do you? Why can't I never think of those? 
Freestyle? Yeah, the freestyle machine. Well, I mean, they've been in freestyle machines. But is it, mostly. At, is it at the park, though, in the freestyle at the park? I don't know if it is. I don't know where there is freestyle inside the park. Other at, than... at, by Grizzly. There is inside the park. Oh, that one, I don't know. I mean, I know that the uh, if, uh, the one by uh, Whitewater Snacks, remember? Do they have Didn't to I fill up to go get Mel Yellow in there? Probably. Do they yeah. fill up for you at the freestyle here or in, in the park? Or no. I haven't been to one. No. Or do you, you can do, refill you, your own drink. I you can't do refills. You can't refills on at, their freestyle. In the, in the park. At the, you can't at, at Whitewater Snacks, you can. How do they regulate yeah. that? Because there's a, there's a cast there's member a there. There's a cast member standing there. So, uh, yellow. Uh, yeah, so I wonder if that means that uh, Mellow Yellow is going to get more of a wide release in the parks, or maybe they're going to start putting in more freestyles or what, because it's very interesting that um, obviously Mellow Yellow is an ingredient in all of those drinks, and we, as we know, it's not something that's readily available in the park. So uh, it might be a hint that they might be going that way, or maybe not. I don't know. I just think it's really cool. I mean, if they're going to put new soda machines in anywhere, they might as well put a freestyle in. Well, yeah, obviously. All right, so we got a couple Disney Plus announcements. I know I racked your brains and ears with lots of Disney Plus information last week, but I got more for you. These are sort of like unannouncements, actually. Why? Well, because they're things that aren't going to be included, right? No, uh, my first thing is actually included. Oh, Cool. So and actually, one of the two other like things is included. It's just cut apart. But let's get to the first thing that is included. We know that every year Disney comes out with their Disney Nature uh, that comes out around Earth Day. Uh, of course, uh, the Penguins just came out with uh, Ed Helms, which uh, I don't know if I'm able to watch because I hated him on The Office. Oh, I loved him. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna want to watch it eventually because I do like Penguins, but. Be that as it may, we know that every, usually every year they only come out with uh, one a year. Uh, but uh, they may continue that with the theatrical releases. But they are coming out with an additional Disney nature on launch day of uh, Disney+, Plus, which will be called Dolphin Reef, and it'll be narrated by Natalie Portman. I'm a huge Natalie Portman fan, ever since Queen Amidala. Uh, plus, she's just a badass. Oh, I've been a fan since The Professional. Yeah, she was pretty awesome in that too. So, the uh, it's pretty exciting. She does have a great voice, so uh, it's always good to have things when it's voiceover things. You always good to hear when it's a voice that's not going to annoy you, as opposed to Ed Helms. So, uh, look forward to yet another thing that you can look forward to on launch of Disney Plus on November twelfth will be Disney Nature's Dolphin Reef. Now, I don't know what category that's going to come under there. If they're going to put the na- Disney Nature stuff with the National Geographic stuff, or is it going to be just more of under the uh, Disney feature stuff because the Disney nature until now has always been features. So it'll be interesting to... uh, We'll have to see where those things are going to fall because I assume that some of the older Disney natures will be available on Disney+. Plus. What have they done Although I don't know if they've uh, announced that. monkeys. Oh, they've done a lot. I don't know. I can't... Don't even... uh, They've done those. So... That's cool. Now, what's not cool is the announcement that we got uh, that... uh, Now, was this for sure, or was this... uh, I didn't actually read the article. I just kind of was like, ugh, that's stupid, but... I think part of it was speculation with the Song of the South. The other one, I think, was announced. Okay. uh, As far as Song of the South goes, we mentioned Song of the South last week. Uh, It goes without saying that Song of the South has a long and storied history of not being 
released. Uh, we we always assumed that with Disney Plus, ever since it was announced, that uh, Song of the South would be no different. Uh, we've dis- discussed. I was just talking about earlier, and uh, we've discussed at length various ways that they could just go ahead and release it uh, from sort of disclaimer. from 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 a disclaimer, which has been done many times on Warner Brother releases in the past, whether it was Looney Tunes or whether it was Tom and Jerry's. Uh, they've always put a uh, big disclaimer at the very beginning that Written says and verbal. This that was basically filmed during says, a different time. Right, that this was a product of a different time, and as long as you understand that, you shouldn't be offended. But they uh, obviously, Song of the South has not been uh, released. It should be at least maybe completely, uh, if they uh, maybe reanimated with using the same audio or at least do some sort of replace all of the Uncle Remus stuff with something uh, more innocuous or whatever. Uh, Because as far as I'm concerned, 95% of the animation is still usable. 90% of the animation is still usable. I I have a problem with getting rid of the past or trying to pretend like the past didn't happen. You know, there's there's a way to prepare your audience for this coming from a different time and to say that, that at that time in the 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever it was, that people just didn't realize how hurtful that 60s, kind of racism I was. I believe even if it's in the Song of the, the 70s. South was the 60s. I, mean, I just watched The Best of Frenemies last night. It was a, it's a big release with uh, uh, Taraji P. Henson and uh, Sam Rockwell. Yes. And it was a great movie, but I mean, the level of the racism in the movie is just crazy. I mean, at one point, one of the city council guys, when the black lady comes up to talk, he just turns his chair around. He like, won't even look at her. And that's a different t- sort of thing, though. That's uh, that's. But if they can, if they can show that as part of our history and how it sucked, that even in the even in a Disney movie, they can do the same thing with a proper disclaimer. Right, and I mean, which brings us to the which brings us to the next point of where does it? You can't. How do you? How do you? Make the choice to either uh, not show one thing or censor another thing, but not censor everything. Which right. brings us to our next one, which is not just speculation. has apparently been officially announced. Uh, let's hope that they have some sort of uh, change of heart or decide to do something different. But they announced that when Dumbo, the original uh, Dumbo uh, animated, when it is put on Disney+, Plus, that it will be edited. To uh, apparently not have the crows, which, first of all, I don't know how you do that because the crows Such are literally a big, big part of the movie. Well, literally, the best song in the movie is sung by the crows. Right. Uh, literally, maybe they'll have the song, but not the uh, not the talking. Literally, the uh, the uh, the the feather that Dumbo uses came from the crows. Uh, and literally, the crows end the movie with a reprise of said "When an Elephant Flies." So, I maybe they'll just change that song and keep. I don't know how them. you can get rid of the crows. I said that I, at worst, at worst, what they should be doing is just re-recording the crows to not sound quite so black. Or what are they like? Well, I mean, not putting it that way. Let's just say. Uh, that's what they're trying to do at the time. Right. Just to get right down to brass tacks is they're trying to make them sound black and uneducated. Right. So, I mean, but like I said, at worst, what you should do, what they could do is they could just re-record that audio. 
just have somebody else record the audio, but then you're going to change the whole entire uh, When I See an Elephant Fly song to not sound the way it always did. Yeah, that's which is... Uh, won't be the same song. One of the complaints about it, obviously, is the fact that one of the uh, crows is named, actually named Jim. But he never actually says that his name is Jim in the movie. You only know that from the credits. Uh, but obviously, that's a reference to Jim Crow, which if you don't know what that is, it, use Google. And uh, you will understand. But... Uh, they never actually say his name is Jim in the movie. Nobody says, hey, Jim Crow, what's going on? Nobody says that. They, I mean, so, I mean, if you're just trying to get rid of the stereotype uh, language and making them all sound like they're from the South, then just re-record the audio. I guess my, I just, my if question... If you're going to start changing things, then why wasn't, why isn't Peter Pan first? Why isn't Peter Pan the first thing to get changed? Why is it... The Indian, the American Native American portrayal in in uh, in uh, Peter Pan is volumes worse than uh, anything that's in Dumbo, and I'm sure Native Americans and African Americans would probably both come together to agree that uh, the the Peter Pan stuff is but just a thousand times worse. Is offensive now? At the time, it was not considered to be offensive. It was something that well, I mean, at the time of when Peter Pan came out, that was considered offensive. It, they just still did it because it was okay. I Things have question, always been offensive. It's just who it's offensive to. I guess the question is, where do you put the difference well, between exactly. having where, a character that sounds, like I said before, uh, black and uneducated, right? Not just black, but like the how would you describe them? I don't know how to put a description that's not this. you just said it that's yeah. fine so how is that different than some other white actor in today's movies faking an accent of something else well that's just as bad that's a bad example because people get shit for that all the time it's the same thing that's that's a bad example the better example is to compare it to peter pan whereas like i said if you're gonna do one why do the other and where why are you why are they going to die on the hill of the crows in Dumbo rather than dying on the hill of the portrayal of Native Americans in Peter Pan or the portrayal of Asian Americans in uh, Lady and the Tramp or Aristocats or uh, any number of other uh, things? It's true. So, I mean, you know, there's some pretty bad stuff in uh, oh uh, or the this uh, is in the history of film though it's, it's just that these are these are just a few well, examples that's the point that's the point that's what i mean it's let like, it lie it is what it is that's history we can't hide from it i think this is just another example of disney trying to be too uh too uh pc no it's not even pc it's just them being too uh what's the uh knee-jerk reactions oh, yeah. to things. Like the James Gunn nonsense. Exactly. I, thought I was, In fact, I was just about to compare... ABC to, with Roseanne Barr, uh, Well, that's No, that's not even the same thing. The James Gunn and the Roseanne are two I'm just saying it's... Either not, way, they made a quick decision and they're... Well, the Roseanne was the correct one, but the James Gunn one was based on things from, you know, that are just like... Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a, but it's all along the same lines. It's like... You're going to make a quick judgment, then now you're at some point you're going to realize that you're being dumb, or people are going to say how hypocritical you're, that Disney is being 
by calling out Dumbo and not Peter Pan. And then they're going to have to backtrack because then Dumbo's going to... They're not going to want to take out all that of Peter Pan. Well, and then they're not going to... Why? But why Why Dumbo and not Peter Pan? Is it like, do they, are they saying they, they care less about Dumbo than Peter Pan? Or are they saying they care more about Dumbo than Peter Pan? Are they saying they care more about offending black people? Or do they care more exactly. about offending Native Americans? That's what I mean. Are they... Uh, <laughs> I mean, what what does that say? If they're gonna replace the the crows, but not the the uh, the the engines in uh, in uh, Peter Pan, then yeah, what 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 message is that sending to the Native Americans? And what message is that sending to the Asians if well, they're not removing? What message does it send that if any group can be loud enough to say I'm offended by something that that suddenly it needs to be changed? Sometimes it's necessary. But other times you just have to take it with the, with the uh, you know, if, they, if, if something offensive was done now, or if you want to use an example of uh, what's the recent, I know you probably haven't heard of it, but uh, you've heard of the recent thing with the, the national anthem uh, with that, oh, that old uh, white lady from the 30s or whatever, or the 40s. So, yes, yes. Uh, where they were using the recording of her singing the national anthem in hockey, uh, in hockey and yeah. I believe in uh, Yankee games, I believe also, or something like that. Uh, people out there who know better about this situation can correct me if I'm wrong, but I know that there were specific hockey teams and at least one, maybe one baseball team or something that used a recording of this woman for their national anthem, and it was kind of a uh, big deal. Uh, but it, then you found out that apparently the room, woman wrote some uh, racist uh, book or something. Uh, and, and then of all those teams have now dropped. Uh, uh, and I don't know if you saw the thing on, I believe it was on ESPN, Stephen A. Smith and another guy, and this uh, some dude who's some uh, right-wing conservative that somehow works for ESPN. <laughs> he uh, named Klein or something. And uh, he uh, was trying to say how dumb it was, and he basically got dunked on by Stephen A. Smith and oh, the other God. guy. But uh, the uh, it's the same kind of situation. It's like just, you know, when you start looking at things from, like, uh, a long time ago and judging things, you really have to start figuring out either you're going to go all in or, or you're just going to start picking and choosing what, what to be offended by as far as when it gets, like I said, there are certain things that people should be and need to be offended by. There's other things that should just be looked at and said, well, either you're going to change all of it or change none of it. You can't change one thing, which brings us back to Dumbo. You can't change Dumbo and not change all the other things that are offensive in Disney films. So either ban them all, like Song of the South, change them all, or don't do anything. Those are your three choices, basically. I think up until now, Song of the South has been the one sort of uh, black sheep in the Disney universe. You know? And it's probably most of uh, most of Song of the South is probably mostly innocuous when when compared to like Dumbo or Peter Pan or stuff like that. Because you know, I mean, where like I said, where does the line get drawn? I mean, why, what's so what's so special about Song of the South? I've seen Song of the South. It's not really. I mean, I'm going to go so far as their to say biggest that, complaint is that they don't specify that this is after the Civil War and these people are not slaves. And that it's, and that it, it, if you watch the movie and you think that they're slaves, that they're being portrayed as if they're happy slaves. But it, but it was very specific that the movie takes place post Reconstruction, 
So they're not slaves anymore. They're just, you know, happy, I guess, for not being slaves. I don't know. I mean, the the char- the type of person that is represented in, in the character of Song of the South exists. And the, the type of character that these crows represent, the type of person that character represents, they exist. The only thing is that a bunch of old white men wrote those movies to characterize those characters, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense, but the fact that they wrote it is the offensive thing. I mean, those types of people exist. Well, and once again, the biggest, the biggest uh, offensive thing about the whole, about the Dumbo is the name of the crow, which you only know if you look at the name in the credits. And that's the only reason. If his name wasn't Jim Crow, you could just change that probably, by Crow One, Crow Two, Crow Three. I mean, come right? On. It's like if if that's the big deal. I mean, because like I said, otherwise, if you're gonna change Dumbo, you better start. You better change Fantasia. You better change Lady and the Tramp. You better damn well change Peter Pan. You better change Aristocats. And uh, I mean, there's others, but those are the ones that I think off off the top of my head. Anything that takes place in the real world, there's gonna be some place where. I mean, maybe they should have just stuck to, uh, you know, fairy tales. But then again, it's like, well, then you were going to have a fairy, all fairy tales with all white people, which of course is there and there and lies the problem because there is no diversity for uh, all the other people. Uh, if you're going to be watching Disney movies come out throughout throughout history that only show white people as heroes and, uh, you know, and minorities are all like. Uh, crows or why is the red man red all right so we're just gonna have to see what happens with that who knows like i said i'm gonna predict uh, i'm predicting now that uh we get a big uh beep beep back it beep, up beep big old backtrack from disney at some point dude do, do, does, this does actually, the buzzer sound when they backpedal did they actually announce this or did this come like through variety or something i, by way I don't disney? even i just i didn't so i, I mean if disney ever never actually said it like themselves it'll be easier for them to backtrack it later we, we never said that but we'll see who knows you know what's not racist the mail exactly yes well it depends well, yeah, i don't we're, know we're, I we're mean, about to get some me- some messages i here, don't know so. All right, first email is from Wreck-It Rachel. Wreck-It, Wreck-It, Wreck-It. Subject line is, hey, guys. Hey. I'm here. I've been bad and not emailing, but you know why. I think we are all in a better place now since my grandma's passing, and we are ready to move forward. Not a lot of Disney stuff for me to talk about because I've been totally nerding out over Game of Thrones right now. They're, Same. They all gonna die this week. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. After the second episode, yeah, they're pretty much foreshadowing that, that half the cast is gonna be dead next okay, week. Okay, be quiet, because, uh, yeah, no no spoilers for anybody it's else. It's not spoilers, it's just I don't foreshadowing. Watch. All I'm gonna say is, is that uh, all of you Game of Thrones uh, watchers out there, mm-mm, drink your goat's milk. Or your giant's milk. Giant's milk. I mean, they didn't really mm-hmm. say. Drink your giant's giant, milk. Yeah. I don't care what they said. I just think it's funny because all the memes that have come out of that, whatever yeah. it is, are hilarious. I'll have more to talk about next week because I'll have seen Endgame and perhaps get a Disney fix. This might be a very emotional weekend where a lot of my favorite characters die in Endgame and the big battle from Game of Thrones. Woo. Gonna need an emotional, <laughs> an emotional support animal. See you on the other side, Rachel. <laughs> Emotional support. I love it. 
All right. Well, wreck it, Rachel. Hopefully you do get a Disney fix. And uh, uh, your next email, you have to let us know what you uh, thought of Endgame when you see it. And, of course, no spoilers. Let's hope she has tickets already. All right. Next email is from Giselle the Gazelle. Subject line is whoop, whoop. She says, hey, friends. Wow, I feel so lucky that Diggs answered my call. Always fun to talk to y'all. Thanks for the pointers on all these freaking bugs in my house trying to kill me in my sleep. <laughs> what, pointer sisters? <laughs> so before uh, we started recording, Giselle FaceTimed us, and uh, she said she was surprised that I answered. I don't know why she would be surprised. Or be, would be surprised. It's not like I've never answered a phone call or anything. So that yeah, was kind of cool. It was funny. She's getting attacked by uh, some uh, critters over there. And she's going to get cancer because she uses ortho. <laughs> so if everybody everybody who thinks that she's going to get cancer, if she continues using ortho, email us, mousepire at gmail.com. I'm excited that DCA is going to be doing Halloween. I'm late on that this time. I need to check the AP dates and buy those suckers. Let's go together. Oh, you know what? If you uh, don't mind, I'm actually going to be going on September 17th. That's the pl- that's the date I plan to go. The bad thing about it this time, we didn't discuss this, that the dates are, what are they, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday? Wow. There's no Sunday's Fridays. Like the biggest day of the week for Disneyland a lot of times. Well, not that. that Everyone has school or work the next day. Right. There's no Fridays. So usually that's when you take your kids on the Friday, so you don't, you know, no school on Saturday. But if you're taking your kid, you're gonna either leave early, take and, for, take Friday off school, or, or whatever you got to do. You know, just, I think it sucks. I think they really didn't do well planning at least one weekend in day. So that comes down to somebody's final decision, and I think people screw it up all the time. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, that's the day I plan to go, to Giselle. If you. Uh, but, but then again, it is a Tuesday, so you might have work and school and all that. So, but let me let uh, let me know. She says uh, she went on to say, "Come on, Rachel and Dan and Elizabeth and Tim and Diggs and Anthony, let's do it." I won't be a Disney. I won't be in Disney World all summer. I wish, probably once a uh, once a month while I'm over in Florida. It's way too hot anyway. I melt. I will make it to Disney this weekend. That's a promise. I need to. It's bumming me out how long it's been. Okay, talk to you later. Love, G. Well, you have, you're going to have to let me know what day this weekend you're going to be there. I'm going to be there Saturday and Sunday, so maybe uh, you can hang out with me and we can go look at some Disney Channel stuff going on. That would be pretty cool. Ooh, I forgot about that. And uh, you know one thing that Giselle loves to do when she goes to Disneyland? She loves taking pictures. Okie dokie. Yes, yeah, so a lot of picture taking going on over there. So hopefully uh, I get to see you this weekend. And if anyone else is going to be there on Saturday and Sunday and want to crush some plastic bottle, let me know. Recycle. <laughs> we'll be there. All right. Thank you for email, Giselle the Gazelle. All right. Next email is from Dan the Mailman with his small text. <laughs> uh, subject line is Galaxy's Edge is open for business. So it looks like we finally have the information on how to get a reservation for Galaxy's Edge. I am ready to try to see what I can get. Hey, and uh, don't forget, Dan, if um, we can do like maybe four people to include us, you know, in your reservation, you know, if you have extra space, include me. Not well, us, me. Diggs and Tim. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, you you looked at me like, what are you talking about? So, like, if you don't want to be included, then. Well, I'm, of course I want to be included. <laughs> oh, we sure, we now all need been... to have a little powwow about this. Oh, sure, this now he's paying attention. Exactly. We need to have a little powwow. I'm sure you went over all this already since we actually got some news before you recorded. Ha ha. Not much going on around here. Didn't get to the park this week because of Easter. And we will see what next week holds. Next week is very busy for me and even includes a trip to UCLA to see Michelle Obama speak. Oh, that's pretty cool. They said they were providing lunch, but I'm going to be pretty pissed if I just get a sandwich. <laughs> I would be too. At least you're not going to get burgers and fries. What if it's a, sa- what if it's a sandwich and a cookie? <laughs> what if it's burgers and fries? Potato salad sandwich. Short and sweet for me this week as it's been a very busy week. And next week is looking the same. Softball ends soon, so I should be getting to the park more often. Hope to catch up with y'all soon. By the way, I always celebrate my birthday at work on May 4th. May 3rd this year because it's a Saturday. So there is your Star Wars news from me. (laughs) Haven't seen Dumbo and honestly don't really intend to. So there is Disney news. See y'all soon, Dan out. His Disney news was Dumbo and he hasn't seen it. Well, there you go. That's pretty good. I had nothing against Dumbo. It's a good movie. I liked it. All right, thank you for your email, Dan the Millman. And uh, hopefully we'll see you in the park soon. And uh, tell Sup. I said Sup. <laughs> All right, that's it for emails. If you guys have your, any, uh, your own Disney news about Dumbo or uh, questions or tip of the week, all you have to do is email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs, Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, it's going to do it for this episode of Mouse Power Podcast. Hey, don't forget to check out the Disney Channel Fan Fest going on Saturday. Yeah, everybody's forgotten about it except for us. Yeah, so that's... Uh, Maybe I, that works to your advantage if uh, Disney doesn't advertise it at all between now and then. Maybe then you'll be able to sneak in under the radar on Saturday and people have forgotten about it and you know get in there and get your tickets for Bizarre Vark. Yes, and that's all happening only at DCA. Now, don't quote me that there's actually a thing for Bizarre Vark. I'm just uh, making that up because I know that's what he saw last... Or he had the ticket... To see uh, the wristband, to see Bizarre Vark last time. I th- believe they are going to be there again this year. But, of course, the whole big thing, uh, the uh, the big uh, draw is uh, Descendants 3 cast will be there. Right. So you can go uh, hurry up and get your wristbands for that. If you want to meet them and get autographs and whatever, pictures and all that kind of stuff. I just want to, real, real quick, it's weird that uh, they've decided to go all in when they've gone to finally the Descendants, the third Descendants movie. Uh, is when they decide to go all in with Descendants rather than, oh, I don't know, after the first one or the second one. It's the third one that they've decided to go all in with the, you know, the meet and greet on the Disney, with the with the Disney Channel thing, uh, and Descendants being included in the, uh, the Oogie Boogie Bash and uh, all that. So, uh, I mean, anybody that thought that Descendants was going away, definitely uh, it's probably not. All right, don't forget to get your tickets for Oogie Boogie Bash. Yeah. <laughs> Oogie Boogie Bashing your head in. I mean, if, if you don't get tickets, just get something and bash it. And scream Oogie Boogie. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. You'll feel part of. So you have plenty of time to get your tickets right now. Um, 
people are like, oh, I got to wait for payday. I'm pretty sure by the time you guys get paid, there'll still be a lot of tickets left. So don't wait until August to get your tickets. And then you're like, oh, well, the day I wanted to go is sold out. And, and does anyone have an extra ticket? Because I was stupid and I waited. We're going to tell you right now, don't wait any later than probably uh, end of May or end of June. Because by then, uh, then you'll start being like, oh, I didn't know. Exactly. Well, people are going to say, oh, my gosh, I can't get into Galaxy's Edge. I better buy my ticket for the Halloween party. There you go. And don't forget to make your reservations for Galaxy's Edge as soon as they go. But up. keep in mind, the longer you wait on the Oogie Boogie Bass tickets, the more that uh, it might that when you decide you want to buy those tickets. Oh, look, Star Wars Celebration tickets are on sale for 2020 in Anaheim. There you go. Oh, and then you're screwed and you're going to have to pick between them. So why don't you just buy your Oogie Boogie Bash tickets now if you're going to go. And then you don't have to worry about uh, having to choose between that and something else later because you didn't plan ahead. And don't forget, I plan to go on September 17th, the very first night, to go check it out, take pictures and post and everything, things that I do. So. Yeah, so if you want to be a part of a partial Mousepire meetup, then uh, make sure you get your tickets for the same day as this guy. Or that guy. I don't know that guy, so... So you can check out whatever else is going on and all the things coming up and all the things that we talked about on the podcast will be on the social medias. We're, of course, Mousepire on Facebook, at Mousepire on the Twitters and the Instagrams. He will be doing his Snapchats on the Snapchat, Snapchat. Uh, we are Mousepire on there. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. You can uh, follow me on Instagram at Blue1313. Also, follow buttons by Diggs on Instagram there. you see your button or is going out. Hey, support the Mouse Power Podcast. Head over to DGPclothing.com. Get your Mouse Power gear or uh, get your own custom-made gear. Graduation's coming up. You can get some graduation t-shirts. Hey, custom-make those. Also, support the podcast by going to Patreon.com slash Mouse You can choose a Michael the Mel Guy $3 special. $3 would go a long way for this podcast. Also, check out Mouse Power on uh, YouTube. Head over there. Just search Mouse Power Podcast. Or hit the link over on Facebook, and you can uh, watch the podcast there with Tim the Text. Awesome graphics, and we include pictures for those who like to uh, follow along with pictures. And until next time, remember, who the heck needs water fountains anyway? When you can pay for water instead. I mean, come on, people. So for Aria, Gendry, and Tormund, I'm Anthony. I'm Tim. And I'm Diggs. Bye. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. Never ending story. Oh. You better put that in the outtakes. Put that in the outtakes too. <laughs> so when you wake up, make sure you do your SSS. Shit, shower, shave, and well, at least two out of those three. If you shower before you shit, then sometimes you have to get out like mid shower. For the first time in my life, a, a few weeks ago, I was like mid shower, and I was like, "Oh my god, I got to take a shit!" And I didn't have to go ten minutes before that. I had to like get out, and you have to like wipe, wipe your legs off, otherwise it's awkward on the toilet. You're sliding around. <laughs> oh, we get it. We get it. <laughs> and then yet. You- and then you have to get back in. To like... And it just shoots right out because your ass is already wet, exactly, though. Exactly, it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs>
<laughs> it was it was horrible. What the hell were we talking about before that? I don't know. Nothing important. 